Okie dokie, welcome back. This is uh, part two. So just the last matchup, uh, that was Saints and Seahawks. Just real quick note before we get into that. A uh, couple errors I noticed while listening to the show today. Uh, you could tell my brain was rather fried uh, when I was recording last night, but that is uh, tradition around these parts. Uh, Marcus Golden has been playing enough, even with Chandler Jones in, so go ahead and ignore that brain fart on my part. And then uh, I was referring to the uh, Cardinals, not the Texans. Uh, I had that reversed at one point. So apologies for those couple errors. But, you know, two and a half hours of uh, stream of consciousness. Uh, shit happens. What can you do? All right, let's get into it. So this is the Monday night game. We'll wrap it up with this. We'll start with the Saints. Overall lead producer, Demario Davis. Beautiful, beautiful boy right here. Um, has been a staple in IDP production as an inside linebacker for many, many years. Um, still excellent. Ten combined tackles, two sacks, four tackles for loss, pass defense, three QB hits. Just beautiful, beautiful production. We'll take it. Pete Werner, six combined tackles. Let's see how much Mr. Werner played this week. 71% of snaps, so he's down a little bit from last week, and Quan Alexander was back this week. Quan Alexander played those other 29% of snaps that are missing, so that's definitely something we got to keep an eye on. Hopefully, we're not seeing Quan inch up as uh, Pete Werner inches down in the playing time, because that's the last thing we need, to be to be frank with everyone. Quan had his chance. He's had his chance in many places over many years, and he never lasts more than a week or two because he's made of glass. So how about we just skip this, Saints, huh? How about we just go ahead and skip it this time and we keep Pete Werner in and give it, give the people what they want instead of uh, screwing with us. But, yep, we'll circle back on that next week, see what happens. Uh, next guy was Malcolm Jenkins, six combined tackles, sack, tackle for loss, excellent game for him. C.J. Gardner-Johnson, five combined tackles. That That's pretty good. Um, <clears throat> there are some sites where he's a corner. If you can start him as a corner, that's excellent. As a safety, that's less than ideal. He would be the third safety on this team at that point behind uh, Malcolm Jenkins and um, uh, Marcus Williams. So, yeah, he's he's got way less value as a safety. As a corner, he makes a good option, though. He was in for 91% of snaps this week. After that, we got Cam Jordan. Nice week for Mr. Jordan. Four combined tackles, sack, tackle for loss, QB hit. Excellent, excellent. Uh, after that, Paulson Adebo, uh, corner next to Lattimore. Four combined tackles, tackle for loss, pass defense. That's a perfectly acceptable game for a streaming corner. Tano Kapasagnon, 45% uh, of snaps, landed a sack. That's... Uh, I don't know. That's fine in deeper leagues. It's like a DE 3 or 4 in, in 16-plus team leagues, but for for the most part, you're not going to play this guy. And then after that, it drops off a cliff. Marshawn Lattimore, just two solo tackles and a pass defense. Uh, no one else really gave us anything of note here. Marcus Davenport played this week. It was his first week back, I believe, in quite some time. He was in for 62% of snaps, which is pretty pretty good. So that's not a bad idea. If you need a defensive end option, grab Marcus Davenport. Um, you know, the playing time is there. The production will be right behind it. We've seen it before. We know he's capable of it. It's just a matter of time. Uh, and then also, David Anyamata comes back next week. So if you need defensive tackle help, that is a great option right there. Uh, if anyone remembers him from last year, he kind of 
burst onto the scene and had a really excellent year as a defensive tackle and was essentially the only waiver wire defensive tackle last season. So uh, this year we've gotten lucky. We've gotten Javon Hargrave, and we might get a second one out of uh, Anyamata this upcoming week. So a whole two defensive tackle waivers this year where we've had like 20 linebacker ones. But hey, that's okay. Let's uh, let's draft linebacker first, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so that's it for production. Let's look at snaps. Everything looks pretty good here. Nothing out of the ordinary. Nothing really changing. The only things of note are Quan was back. Davenport was back. Quan, 29% of snaps. Davenport, 62% of snaps. We already talked about these two things. And waivers, we've got Anyamata. We've got Davenport, and that's it. Nothing else new. Things are pretty set in stone here for the Saints, so we'll just keep it moving. All right, over on the Seahawks, lead producer this week, Bobby Wagner. That's not shocking at all. Seven combined tackles. He was in four, 100% of snaps, as is tradition. Puna Ford, nice week. Six combined tackles, tackle for loss. He is the defensive tackle that plays the most over here. 69% of snaps, so that was pretty good. Uh, then Quandre Diggs, five solo tackles. He's a safety, plays 100% of snaps, but he can be um, listed as a corner in some places because a lot of these sites um, don't do a great job with designating these guys where they really should be. If you can play him as a corner, that's absolutely a cheat code. You can and should do that. Um, so good week for him. He was in for 99% of snaps this week. Carlos Dunlap landed half a sack, five combined tackles. He was in for just 39% of snaps this week. Yeah, I tend to stay away from this defensive line entirely just because it fluctuates all over the place beyond Puna Ford. He plays the most every week on this defensive line. Beyond that, it's up, down, left, right, so I, I try and stay away from it. Uh, Rasheem Green, good week, landed a sack. He was in for 51% of snaps. Once again, I probably wouldn't touch that. Jordan Brooks, just four combined tackles and a pass defense this week, so a bit of a down week for him. But he did play 80% of snaps, which is just about normal for him. Uh, he should bounce back soon. He's had a really good season. Uh, <clears throat> Jamal Adams, two a whole two tackles, two solo tackles, and a pass defense. Um, yeah, there's your, there's your safety one there. Uh, he did play 100% of snaps, so at least you got that out of him. But um, I, I, I pulled the ripcord quite some time ago because, um, you know, it's the return on investment is just not there. So if you can sell them, I absolutely would. I mean, you can't right now because his value is basically dog shit. But, um, you know, maybe wait for a good week or two and then see if you can get rid of him. Um, without that uh, sack floor that he had last year, he's not going to be anywhere close to the safety that, we, that you guys want him to be. Um, Derwin James is the, is the safety one, not Jamal Adams. Uh, Jamal Adams may not even be a top 12 safety IDP by the end of the year. Um, so yeah, me and uh, John Macri and Mike Wollert talked about this in the latest Big Nickel podcast. There are several reasons why Jamal Adams having a bad season. Uh, go ahead and reference that if you want more information. Short version is they're not blitzing as much as a defense as they were last year. He's not landing his sack attempts when he does blitz, which is less often than last year. He's terrible in coverage. He gets torched all the time. And his combined tackle floor just isn't there like it used to be on the Jets. So, you know, d different situation. Um, 
So you're, you're not going to get what you want out of them. I mean, it could turn around, but so far, not looking real great. Beyond that, any, anyone else that let us down this week, DJ Reed, down week, but... You know, this was the Saints passing attack, not the uh, 99 Rams, so that makes sense. Let's look at the corners, though. So, DJ Reed played the most, 99% of snaps. Uh, I think that's Trey Brown, 68%, next most, and then Sidney Jones, 31%. So, okay, that tracks. So, it's really DJ Reed is the best corner option here if you're going to stream someone. Waivers, I'm not seeing anything new here this week. Snaps, nothing's really out of the ordinary. Same deal, different week. Um, Just a lot of fluctuation on the defensive line. Uh, The linebackers are always the same. It's always Wagner 100%. Brooks like 80 to 85%. Uh, And then we got Quandre Jiggs and Jamal Adams as the two safeties that play 100% or darn near close to it. And that's it. This defense is pretty set in stone. Not a lot going on here. Uh, the only things we're really tracking are, um, you know, maybe there'll be some stability on the defensive line at some point later this season, but so far it's, you know, it's been a mess, basically, um, beyond Puna Ford. Um, we may end up getting a second, like, legit full-time corner between Trey Brown and uh, Sidney Jones, but that's been fluctuating the last few weeks as well. Um and yeah, Jamal Adams just just gonna wait and see if he um, it, you know gives us the return on investment in IDP production, and then gives the Seahawks the return on investment in two first round picks, real football production. Yikes! What a bad trade that was. Jesus. Um, but yeah, I'm not holding my breath on either. Um, but yeah, that's what we got going on with the Seahawks. That's it for the week. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Good luck this week. We'll see you next Tuesday in the morning. Have a good weekend. Good luck in your matchups. And uh, remember, you must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. <laughs>